Hey there, I'm Dr. John with Freedom Family Chiropractic, and I'm starting this podcast called Jamming with John, The Connection Cast, to get to know more local businesses. My goal through the podcast is to interview a small business or a local business on Mondays and provide some cool tips, tricks, or motivations on Fridays. The interview weekly will be around why the business was created, what it means to them, and get to know their motto, mission, and what drives them. But honestly, The main goal behind it all is to get to know the person behind the small business. I hope you are excited to join me along this journey. And if you like this podcast, definitely share it out with a friend. Hey there, podcast listeners. Thanks again for jumping on for another interview episode of Jamo Jenna, the Connection Cast. Today I have on Stephanie Houston, and she is with Plans in Paradise. And so she's going to share with us today some of the most meaningful things to her right now, one of her favorite places to travel or a place that holds the most meaning in our heart, Um, and then some awesome words of wisdom. So let's jump right in. Houston, today on the podcast, and Stephanie is with Plans in Paradise, so she is a travel agent and also plans weddings. with Plans in Paradise. So Stephanie, welcome. Can you go ahead and introduce yourself a little bit more to us? Sure. Thank you very much for having me. I appreciate it. I'm excited. Um, so a little bit about me. Um, I have been in the industry for a little over a decade and I started in travel, which turned into doing weddings. And then I also officiate weddings too. Um, so kind of, I always joke with people, I can literally help them from engagement through their honeymoon so a one-stop shop here um other than work-wise i i do a lot of working from home uh however i do an office here in cambridge also um but i do service iowa illinois and wisconsin and then i also do destination weddings so i can kind of do do my services anywhere um but otherwise i stay busy with two little kiddos and a husband and a house and you know all that good stuff (laughs) Good. So what got you into becoming a travel agent in the first place? Sure. So it's kind of, I mean, to me, I guess it's a funny story. Um, When I was in college, I had some extra credits that I needed to use up. And I had um, already done an internship in my field of study, which is (laughs) completely unrelated, psychology and criminal justice. And um, I had already done an internship with the sheriff's department. Well, anyways, I had some extra credits to use. And so I decided to do another internship because I, I like, I'm very visual and I learn by doing. So I was like, you know, I'd rather use it for a good purpose. And so um, I ended up doing an internship at a travel agency because the gal who organizes the internships at my college was like, what do you like to do? And I'm like, well, I love to travel. She's like, well, what about a travel agency? And I'm like, oh, okay, let's <laughs> just, sure. Um, and so a month, about a month, month and a half into my internship, they actually offered me a full-time job. And so I started at the same agency that I did my internship at um, in corporate travel. And then I did all of our marketing and all of our um, training, social media, stuff like that. Um, and then from there, I ended up moving to Wisconsin. And so I still work with the agency I worked with back home. However, I own my own agency. So um, when I moved up 
up here. I opened my own agency and here we are several years later. Very cool. So let's, yeah. so you officiate weddings. So how many weddings have you done? Oh man. So I've done, so since I started in the industry, I did destination weddings. And then six years ago, I started coordinating local weddings also. And then three, oh, four years ago now, 2016, I started doing officiating. And so there are times where um, I have couples who hire me to do coordinating and officiating, or I'll do just one or the other service. Um, so as far as officiating weddings, oh, I should know a number off the top of my head, but I would say I've probably done around 50 weddings in those four years, just officiating. Okay. I, so last year, um, I, um, got ordained and officiated my brother's wedding. And I just thought that was so cool to go ahead and do that. Yeah. It's so much fun. Yeah. I've always been into creative writing and I also love to talk. (laughs) So, um, I was like, oh, this, you know, the first time I did it, it was for somebody that I knew. It was on a New Year's Eve wedding. And I was like, yeah, that, sure, I could do that. I had already gotten ordained of several months before that, just as part of like what I do, doing weddings. Um, but then that was the first wedding that I had officiated. And it was so neat because I write all of my scripts from scratch. Like I, I have a big questionnaire that I go through with the couples and I really spend time getting to know them so that it sounds cliche, but I literally tell their love story through the sermon like that's what's important to me is that that comes that shines through oh my gosh I love it um I since I've only done my brothers like I knew their story and everything so I just think that's so cool that that you have that on top of all of the the travel stuff too yeah it's it's a lot of fun I always tell people I'm like I literally love love Is there um, any specific places? I feel like this is kind of a cliche question, but like any specific places where you're like, this is the best place to travel or this is the best place to have like a destination wedding? Oh man. Well, I travel, I've traveled a lot over the years. Um, Well, that's a, that is a tough one. Jamaica has a special place in my heart. It's the first place I ever went by plane many, many, many years ago. And I've gone back there many times and I've planned several weddings there. Um, it's just one of those places. The hospitality is great. Obviously they have gorgeous beaches. The weather is wonderful, beautiful ocean. Um, you know, there's nothing like standing on the beach, saying your vows with the wind blowing in your hair and the waves crashing in the background. I mean, you know, it's just like a dream. Um, and I think that's part of why I like what I do is because I always tell people, I'm like, I want to help bring your travel dreams to reality. Like, you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. I would, I guess the, in a roundabout way, it's kind of a long winded answer to your question, but I would say Jamaica is one of those special places. Gotcha. But, but there's, very, there's a lot of them. I mean, I, I could go on for hours and tell you different places that are beautiful for this reason and that reason. <laughs> what are, what are the, maybe like your top three, like what are the two places would you recommend? that you love um here in the u.s um the carolinas is beautiful it's absolutely beautiful like the outer banks um i've done i've done a wedding there um and then i would say 
in the mountains. I had helped a couple plan an elopement in British Columbia in Canada. Um, and the mountains and the lakes there are just, it was breathtaking, breathtaking. Well, like when I, th whenever I think of like a destination wedding, I always think of like a beach wedding. So I don't even yep. think about like somewhere, I mean, obviously the Outer Banks, like you have the beaches there, but I don't even think about like somewhere in the U.S. or in Canada. So. Oh um, yeah. I've done, I've done them in the Keys and that's where, you know, like little narrow strips of islands rather than like a big island that you're just kind of a part of. So the keys are really neat but yeah mountains I love mountains lakes um you know I mean I've done some backyard weddings it's just there's so many cool just I don't know there's so many cool places that you can find awesome. that can be special for your big day yeah so what was so what is something that you you know now that you wish you would have known when you first got started with this all Huh. I love learning. So the reason I love what I do is because it's different every day. I mean, it would have been cool if, you know, 10 years ago, somebody told me we were going to have a pandemic this year. That would have been helpful to prepare for. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I'm just kidding. Well, not really, but, <laughs> um, you know, I think with anything that you do, you you go into it having done research to know a little bit about it you know you're not just gonna go into it blindly um but i think that the exciting part is that you do keep learning i don't really there's not like an aspect of my job that i dislike if you know what i mean mm -hmm. getting to know new awesome people is obviously the coolest part <laughs> um and being able to kind of help people attain something that they're trying to attain, you know, in, in my case, helping them visit places that they want to visit or to get married. Um, and so th that's, what's really cool to me. And I think that, I don't know, I don't know how there's really, no, there really isn't anything I guess that I can pinpoint that I would want to have known prior that would have even changed my mind or made me think twice sometimes you just gotta you just gotta go for it if you want it you just gotta go for it yeah absolutely sorry i don't have a good answer for that question <laughs> oh that's a perfect answer um what about like training are there any additional training that you you keep up to up to date with or or do yeah there is um so i mean as a travel agent on in that perspective um we have what are called fam trips familiarization trips that we have that we go on frequently um there have been some years where i've literally gone somewhere every month that was prior to having kids <laughs> um and now you know i usually still try to go like three to four times a year at least um and the cool thing about you know travel learning is the fact that i mean anywhere i go is beneficial any kind you know i mean if i'm going to Disney, if I'm going to the Caribbean, if I'm going to the Carolinas or the Dakotas or wherever, there's always learning opportunities because I have people that want to travel everywhere. You know, everyone's dream trip isn't tropical. You know, some people do want to, you know, visit Boston. People want to visit, again, the Dakotas and people want to go to California. You know what I mean? So there's lots of different dream trips for people. Yeah. When so, you, oh, 
What were you gonna say? Oh no, so I, I do the fam trips and then also like all of the resorts brands that I sell, the different wholesalers that I sell, um, the different destinations themselves all have their own training programs that we go through. So there's a lot of trainings that we take online or in person or combo of to become certified to sell that destination or sell that hotel brand, et cetera. Okay. So when you go on some of these trips or all of these trips, does your, are you able to bring like your husband with, or is it more just you, you're going with a group of, of people? So there's different types. There are what we call independent fams and escorted fams. So independent fams are an opportunity for you to experience a place with your guest of choice. So then my husband likes to go <laughs> reap the benefits, I suppose. Um, and then the escorted families are where we go as a group of travel agents and we, you know, we'll tour like 10 to 15 properties a day. And so that way we can easy, you know, it's much easier to sell something that you've seen and experienced rather than just saying, Oh, you might like this place, even though I've never been there. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So, um, it's a combination of those. I personally love doing the escorted fams because I learned so much on them from the other agents, you know, because a lot of the agents that are in this field have been doing it for 30, 40, 50 years. Because travel is one of those things you start young and you never leave. <laughs> um, and so it's really cool from that aspect to learn from them. And then also learning from the hoteliers that we meet while we're on the properties. Okay. So what are some of the most commonly asked questions that you, you receive from clients? Well, in regards to travel, the number one question is, well, it's not a question, more of a statement. I want to go to a beach. <laughs> and I love when people tell me that actually, because I'm like, okay, that's a good, it's a good starting point. I know you want a tropical vacation. So that, you know, a lot of times that kind of leads into the best conversations because then I can learn what activities you want to do. Do you want like black sand beaches? Do you want white sand beaches? So then I know like is Hawaii or Costa Rica better than Jamaica or the Bahamas? So number one statement, I would say rather than question is I want to go to a beach. Um, but otherwise, I mean, I have a lot of people who, um, in regards to weddings, you know, I mean, obviously like procedural wise. So I help a lot with checklists and I do day of timeline creation for all of my couples. Um, I'll help them with the paperwork to get their license for, for the marriage license. Um, so there's wedding planning is obviously a lot different than the travel planning aspect because there's a lot more pieces to the puzzle, so to speak, where a lot of travel packages are just that packages. So it'll come with the air and the hotel and the transfers, you know, that's kind of a little more like, um, I don't know, like all together, right. Where, you know, wedding planning is all, I mean, that's, I mean, everything's customized, but weddings in particular, obviously it's, you know, all different depending on the venue and what their vision is. And, you know, I like to put together dream boards that really help. I'm visual learning, visual learner. So I like to actually see, you know, what these centerpieces are going to look like with these colors and this, you know, these types of tables and those types of chairs and, you know what I mean? Like all the detail oriented pieces. Um, but I also am very detail oriented when we're doing travel too. Like I send lots of tips and tricks for people so that they're prepared for the destination they're going to, um, packing tips, et cetera. So, um, I kind of got off your subject there. I'm sorry. 
No, that's great. (laughs) (laughs) One thing always makes you think of another. What was that? One thing always makes me think of like tenders. That's awesome. Um, so with so right now we're recording this through the Safe Road Home order. So did you have any clients that were on vacation or going on vacation or any weddings that were supposed to be planned during this time that you had to coordinate or change or get people home quicker? Oh goodness, that is a loaded question. <laughs> um, so obviously, of you know, every there's lots of industries that were impacted very much by by this right um travel being at pretty high on that list um i luckily did not have any clients that were gone and needed to get home fast i had dozens and dozens of clients scheduled to depart for their you know for spring spring break is obviously a huge travel time mm-hmm. so um march and april getting all those people rescheduled or canceled or, you know, moved to another time um, has been, I never like to use the word challenging, but challenging is the word that you kind of have to use at this time. <laughs> um, but every, you know, everything is working itself out now, you know, we're getting there. Um, every, you know, obviously everybody's in, in this together. So we're all working together and, Everyone's very understanding and I appreciate that all very much because it, it is, it, make, it makes me really sad that people can't go to the places that they have, you know, planned on going for, I have some people, I had a destination wedding for May and they had to cancel the wedding, you know, and I've been planning this with them for two years. So that's like devastating. I mean, to them, obviously, but also to me, like, I feel really, really bad that there's, you know, it's out of my control. There's nothing I can do to make it better for them. And I'm kind of that nurturing type of personality where I'm, I always want to make things right, no matter what. <laughs> and this is one of those situations where I can't, I can't fix it. So that's probably the hardest part for, you know, being raw. That's probably the hardest part is not being able to make it right for everyone. Right. So with this constantly changing time, with all of these situations, what is the most meaningful thing in your life right now? Oh, my family. Hands down. Um, you know, having, having a five-year-old and a well, three-month-old tomorrow, uh, or he'll be three months tomorrow. It's, you know, those moments where I literally am sitting here crying because I feel so bad about work. I look at them and I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> I got to take in these moments that, you know, work is always going to be there, right? The moments with little ones that it's not always going to be there. Um, so, you know, it's been really nice to be at home. My husband's working from home too. So just all, all of us being here and then taking in those moments that, you know, kind of, we kind of were forced to do, right? Thank goodness. We don't usually slow down to do that. or I don't usually slow down to do that. And so, um, that's probably the most meaningful thing right now is just have these moments that, you know, we're not going to get again. Yeah. And I, them at this age. <laughs> yeah. And I think um, a lot of people, people who I've interviewed on the podcast and talked to in, in my practice, you know, most people are in that same boat that they have, they weren't, they weren't used to slowing down and now no. they're forced to. So. Yep. It's, Changed our perspective on a lot of things. Absolutely. Absolutely. 100%. So what's 
So what would be like the biggest pain point or frustration that excluding this situation currently, <laughs> pain point or frustration um, that you, you might have within your business? Um, hmm. Oh, I don't know. Um, I, like I said, I, I, I like the ever-changing aspects that, you know, can sometimes present themselves as challenges. I, I guess, um, oh man. Um, I, I think, you know, I'm, I'm very detail-oriented, so I really like figuring things out as, as, as they're happening, even though it sounds weird for me to say that since I'm a planner, because I do all the planning in advance, but then also doing weddings, you have to be able to fly by the seat because things are going to not go the way they're planned. Right. Mm -hmm. So, um, I think that, oh gosh, I guess I'd probably have to say that my personality of kind of being a perfectionist in a way is probably not, I mean, that doesn't sound like the right answer to your question, but kind of gets in the way. Um, oh gosh, I don't know how to say it. Oh, I don't know. I don't have a good answer to the question. That's okay. <laughs> I mean, I, I think I, I'm following that. It's just like this, that you want to have a perfect set of plans for somebody, but you also know that like, there has to be wiggle room and flexibility with like weddings. Like you. Yes, because you can't necessarily. Sure. Yeah. Cause I can't, I mean, you don't, you can't really explain that to some, to a, to a bride and groom, obviously there's, you know, it's like their first time doing this and it's my like 30, 40th, 50th time, right? Planning it. That sounds, not get married myself, but, um, you know, so I have seen all these things that can go wrong and, you know, everybody just thinks like if there's a plan, it's going to go exactly like that. And so it's hard to explain to them that, I mean, you know, it's, it's not, it's just it's life. It's just not. So I think trying to explain to people that they, that there has to be some flexibility can sometimes be hard. And that actually made me think of another. So in regards to travel, I would say that one thing that's really hard is when I always would be the bearer of bad news as far as getting people what they want within a budget, within their budget. You know, I mean, I, the number one question I get is I want to go to an overwater bungalow in Fiji. And those I mean, that typically will run like seven to 10,000 is the typical budget for that. Cause you usually do like 10 nights cause of the flight times are super long and et cetera. So that's really hard sometimes when I have to be Debbie Downer and I'm like, you can't get what you want for what you want to spend. So, you know, luckily coming up with um, comparable options is something that I have found to work over the years. But I think that's probably, that's probably hard, the hardest part for me is, is that in regards to travel. Right. That makes sense. And even going back to the other one, I mean, just in general with life, like we always have to roll with the punches. Like even if you plan everything to like a T, like nothing always goes a hundred percent as planned. Right. Right. And I, and that's, that's totally it. And I mean, I know that brides and grooms understand that. It's just, I feel bad trying, having to kind of 
again, I guess it kind of comes back to the same thing, like that whole Debbie Downer aspect. <laughs> like, okay, you know, I, I really want to keep this exactly as, you know, we have it planned, but I just have to let you know, like things can, sometimes we're going to have to roll punches because that's just, because it is, it's just life. There's no other way to really say it. <laughs> it's just like, it is what it is. <laughs> but it always ends up working out the way it's supposed to. And then, you know, if there's a bump, they always have a good story to tell later on. That's so true. Next question is called with, it's around the three truths. So years down the line, you're with your husband, your children, um, grandchildren, great-grandchildren, and you are able, everything that you have posted on social media, videos, whatnot, is all wiped away. What are three truths or inspirational things that you would leave them with? Oh, yeah, you didn't send me that one either. (laughs) (laughs) Um, No. Um, Always do what you want to your, to like your fullest ability. Like always put, give it, give it your all. Um, I think that's super important to pass on to any generation. And travel travel all you can you can always make more money but you only have so much time to make the memories so go like just go as much as you can um i mean you learn so much traveling not just like seeing cool places or experiencing cool stuff it's like i mean you get to you know immerse yourself in new cultures meet new people i mean it's just like it's such a neat life experience no matter where you go um and you know, lastly, I have to say, it's just be kind, like, be nice, think, you know, think about other people's, other people's feelings. I mean, I mean, just being kind, like, I just want my kids and their kids and their kids' kids to grow up and be good people. I mean, that is just, you know, we're all in this life together, so let's enjoy it and treat each other good and smile a lot. I love it. Those are, those are some really good three truths to, to live by. Um, any, so as far as where other people can find you on social media, um, I'll take your, or put your, the link to like your Facebook account in the show notes, but can you tell us like where to find you on say Facebook or, um, Instagram or any other platforms? So I currently, I, stay very active on Facebook. So I have um, weddings by Plans in Paradise Facebook, and then I have Plans in Paradise for the travel portion on Facebook. Um, I'm right now building a brand new website. So unfortunately, mine crashed a while back, completely gone. So starting from scratch, it's gonna be great. Um, so that'll be exciting once that is launched. Um, I do, I, I have Instagram, and I'm also working on building a YouTube channel. So right now, most update information, and I build a lot of customer photo albums. I build wedding albums, inspiration boards, et cetera, on both of my Facebook pages. Okay, cool. And how would you define success? Doing what you love, never feeling like you worked a day in your life. Perfect. Because you love what you do. And that's exactly how I literally feel. Even during all this craziness, I still wouldn't, you know, throw in the towel just because it got tough. You know, I'm still going to be here when travel comes back. Still going to be here when, you know, weddings are 
rescheduled from being postponed. So it doesn't make me not love what I do just because there's very, very rough times right now. <laughs> but it, it will all pass and we'll get exactly. This too shall pass. Absolutely. Yes, exactly. Any other words of wisdom you want to leave people? Um, no, just uh, be kind, love each other, and travel a lot. <laughs> Perfect. All right, and there you have it. Another interview episode with Jem and Jen, the Connection Cast. I really want to thank Stephanie for jumping on with me for this podcast. I know she is busy at home with her kiddos and working from home. So thank you, Stephanie, so much. I appreciate you sharing all of these tips and tricks, um, some of the the experience that you have, and then the, the motivational things as far as getting out there and traveling as much as you can and seeing the world. So thank you again. Thank you so much for listening in to Jamming with Jen, the podcast. If you've enjoyed the podcast, definitely hit that subscribe button or go ahead and leave a review. Every little bit helps. Stay tuned for the next episode on Jamming with Jen.